the Didn't Ask for Agony podcast. We take old problems, give some new advice that literally no one asked for. Enjoy! Enjoy! Hello, Hello. <laughs> We always get so giddy at the start. It's like, oh, we're going to get to do what we're going to get to say. Hello. I'm just excited. The invisible people are back. <laughs> the people in our heads. No, actually, we're in theirs. That's a terrifying thought. It's a tit for tat. You've invited us two freaks into your head. <laughs> Listen, don't tell your therapist. <laughs> I'm going to whisper sweet nothings into your no, ear. Don't whisper. <laughs> no, I'm not going to whisper. I promise I won't whisper. <laughs> Ruby, I've noticed in editing the podcast, I think to try and counter the moments where you get loud, which you don't yeah. have control over. You don't stop the moments where you like shriek and like get yeah. really loud. But what you do is then go like, ah, anyway, so I was saying, yeah. and then I have to edit, I have to bring up some of her audio and bring down the other bit. I feel like what I'm doing is rather than being all the time at a normal person level, I'm just averaging out at a normal level. So yeah, if but I do, averaging out <laughs> means I have to average it. If I get really loud, then I'm like, well, then the next moment I must be very quiet. <laughs> She's like, it all averages out. I'm like, yeah, because I have to edit every single bit of your audio. (laughs) One day we will have a producer and they will be the ones. They will be the person who gets annoyed at me. (laughs) God love them as well. Can you imagine? (laughs) Ruby, how you been? How you doing? I'm a bit... uh, ah! Any thoughts? Need any advice? Uh, Oh God, do I need advice? Right. Um, I'm so... This is why why I like uh, voice... Voice notes, voice notes. Me- yeah, cool. Voice memos. Got there in the end. Because I felt like, so I had a I had a problem yesterday, was that I'm really annoyed at a, at a situation that I'm in currently. Okay. I'm annoyed at a situation. We're going to not give details. I'm not going to gonna say the situation, it's fine. Perfect. But the whole point is, is that I'm not annoyed at the people in the situation. I love my people. You love your people, you do. But I am annoyed at the situation. But I'm very bad at hiding my emotions. Oh, bitch, <laughs> who are you telling? <laughs> Go on, because I'm annoyed at some people and they're scared of me right now. Go on. But like, because people see me as like quite a joyful person because mm-hmm. I very much show when I'm happy. Mm-hmm. But it, you do like when the I'm- The inverse. When I'm not feeling that, oh, it, like it's, it's, it's like thick, gooey stank off from me. Yeah. <laughs> it's horrible. I can testify to this as someone who lived with Ruby. Like, I know. anyway, so- I don't think anything about you or I is subtle. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> No one has ever accused us of that. But yesterday, so I was trying to like be good and respond to like, we had to sort something out. So I was responding to messages and I was trying to be good. But I, I forgot how to say yes in not a passive aggressive way. <laughs> the aggressive just became very unpassive. I couldn't, I couldn't, I, I was, I kept typing yes and being like, no, that doesn't look right. Yeah, no, that doesn't look right. Like everything looked aggressive in mm. every single way that I typed. It, it looked like you were being like curt. Yeah. Yeah, I know. And I mean. was like, no, I'm, I'm trying, like, that's how I feel, but I'm trying not to present that. And then so I, I ended up, I had to like say, I basically, I was trying to say yes, and I couldn't. And it took me way too long, which even looked worse because then they were seeing typing, not typing, <laughs> typing, not typing, typing. That is, typing. that's worse than anything you could write. I, I was like, so what I ended up doing is I took someone else's yes, where they said uh, something like sure thing. Yeah. I copied that, put that into Google, synonym sure thing. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I then took the first result, which was sound great, and I just <laughs> sounds great. <laughs> yeah, and a photo of you just with a thumbs up, 
Yay! I'm really trying not to put my anger on you guys. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Do you know what I love is that yesterday, I believe, I was at a gig and you deleted, this is another thing Ruby will often do, you will like see a notification from Ruby or something, maybe not be able to look at it immediately or be look at it two seconds later and it just message deleted, message deleted, message deleted. And again, if it was anyone else, I'd be like, oh fuck, what have I done? They've like got mad at me but then regretted it, like what's happened? I'm like, that's just Ruby freaking herself out there, that is. Because yesterday that you like sent me a voice note and I texted you and said, sorry, I'm in a meeting, like I'll listen later. And by the time the meeting was done, I think you'd sent me something else, but I, during the meeting, didn't look, obviously I was in a meeting. Whatever else. By the time I came out, I just three deleted messages from you and you were like, it's okay, I figured it out. And I believe that message was about how to respond, how to write like the appropriate tone yeah. for something else, for an yeah. email. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you're just tone my, checking yourself all yeah, over the place. My tone yesterday was awful. Oh, <laughs> so many people. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. It's like, it's that thing of like deleting full stops. The mm. amount of full stops that were in my messages. You're like, do I need I to make an exclamation mark in here? Or, <laughs> and then, do you ever do this as well? I have this in work where I'll send an email again and be like, yeah, fine, da, 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 blah, 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 whatever else. And I've had it before where someone I work with who was CC'd in was like, all right, Catherine, way to tell them. I was like, what? I didn't, I was just responding to what they said. So then I was like, maybe I need to soften my tone a bit. So then you're like, oh, maybe I'll put an exclamation mark in or something. <laughs> and then I'm like, no, because it's a thing that like women in business or whatever will be like, use exclamation points to soften their tone so they yeah. don't come across as bossy. And I read... Um, there was a man in this thread. I read his response and I was like, no, my tone fits his tone. Yeah. I think people just read it. I think as well, She, my colleague knew I was pissed. So she was reading it with the context of knowing. With the, but yeah. I don't think that was, I think in the email, I was just like, yeah, okay, let's do this. Let's try that. And you yeah. get back to me about that. Boom. I don't, I don't add exclamation marks. What I do is I remove the very last full <laughs> stop. And so, so that, so like it's bad grammatically, whatever, but the very last full stop, because whenever like, I feel like a, like a full stop on the end of like a text message or whatever, or with oh, nothing afterwards. Oh, a text message, yes. Like if you remove that last full stop, yeah. and then it's like, just like, oh yeah, this is a conversation, not an end. Send rather than boom. Yeah, sometimes a full stop at the end of a text can be a bit punctuating. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I get you. Yeah. I concur. I concur. I concur. Yeah. Um, I'm having a stressful week as well I was in bad form yesterday because I keep losing shit I just keep losing it not my temper although my temper <laughs> <laughs> um, I've, I've I just I, you know when you I just from the beginning of this week and I have a load on this week mm-hmm. as the listeners will know uh, well actually by the time this comes out it'll be done but I have my work in progress this week. And so I've been prepping for that. I've had quite a few gigs in the run-up to get that ready. And then also I'm going away this weekend, which is exciting. But it's just busy. And then there's a load of stuff going on in my job as well that's just a bit mad and hectic. So on all fronts, I feel like I'm really busy. And I just... Basically, my headphones, I've I've lost my earphones. My like, what do you call them? Not over-the-ear ones, little ones, the wireless ones that you put in your ears. Earbuds. Earbuds, yeah. But then I think that's like... The, anyways, yeah, never mind. Earbuds. Mm. Let's call them the earbuds. And let's call them earbuds. <laughs> All of us collectively, right? The voices in your yeah. head. We have decided <laughs> they are earbuds. Let's try that on for size and see if it catches on. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's start that trend. Anyways, 
I have lost them, but they're in my house. I know they're in my house. Oh, yeah. Because I had them, was going to, like, specific, like, you know, like, know where I last had them in my house was, like, grand. And then the next time I went to leave my house, couldn't find them, didn't have them. And I have searched high and low on where I was. And it wasn't even, like... My room's my room is now way messier because I've torn it apart looking for them. I didn't last have them in my room. I last had them on a chair in the kitchen. They're nowhere in the kitchen. They're nowhere to be found. It's driving me mad because I know they're in the fucking house. Mm. And then yesterday on the way to work, I have a hat, my blue woolly hat that I love. Yeah. And I took it off when I got on the tube because it was like warm or hot or whatever. And then the tube got really, really, really busy. And when it came to my stop, there was a man like stood in front of me with a big backpack in front of me. So much so that I couldn't stand up off my seat. You know, mm. when someone's in front of you and you're like, sorry, I need you to move, sorry. But it was like quite a few people were getting off. So I was like, okay, I'll let them yeah. move so then he can move so then I can get out. But then he wasn't moving. I like touched his bag twice. And I was like, I'm not going to get off. Until eventually a guy who stood in front of him facing me had to like grab his shoulder and pull him and be like, mate. And he was like, oh, what? And then I like jumped up and like ran off and literally like stepped off the tube and then was like, oh, my hat, because my hat yeah. was, had been in my hand, but I'd let it go to grab his thing. Oh. I turned around, the doors closed in front of me. And that was the second time I bought that hat because I love it so much. Oh I left it once at a gig and then the venue didn't have it. They lost it or it was gone. So then I was like, do you know what? I'll go back and buy it because I love that hat. And now I've lost it again. I've lost my headphones and I'm just annoyed. That's, I'm sorry. Also, bad. Do you know when you just feel like you're like losing, you're frazzled. And I guess the listeners are probably like, yes, this is not you all the time. <laughs> I'm quite a frustrated person, but normally, I, normally I'm good at keeping track of the key things. Yeah. The things that you like, my hat every day, my keys, my phone, my earbuds. Cool. You ask me for, I don't know, my tax return. I haven't a fucking clue. But <laughs> like the general things I normally keep a hold of. I mean, I, I'm always losing my headphones or at least one of my headphones or the headphones. Yeah, see, this is, um, I know. The difference. Terrible. I have lost the full... This is why I'm like, where the fuck are they? Both earbuds went into the case and I cannot find the case. And the case has both earbuds and mm. the case. Really, that, that's weird. You, what you do is, because I know this because I used to fucking live with you. <laughs> you come in, you will like come into my room, you'll be out with your headphones in, you'll come in, you'll come into my room, sit down on my bed, take one earbud out, put it on my bed without even noticing. Leave, go back, da da the next day you'll be running out, you'll be like, where's my earbud? And I'll be like, wait, let me check my bed for your <laughs> earbud. You like leave both earbuds elsewhere. That's not the same thing. I also, when, this is living with another housemate as well, but whenever, she used to hate it whenever I lost my headphones because it usually meant I found something embarrassing of hers. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll be running around searching and because again, I have left things in all sorts of manner of places. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, it's not unreasonable for like my phone to be found in the little butter drawer in the fridge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's not unreasonable. Things will just end up somewhere. Yeah, yeah. And so uh, I'll just, I'll hunt everywhere for them and then I'll find everything that I'm not supposed to find. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm like, whoopsie, so Well, do you know what? It's her fault for keeping a dildo in the butter drawer in the fridge. <laughs> That is her fault. It is, to be fair. You know what I mean? What the fuck is the freezer for? We're not here to kick shame. <laughs> Cock rings in the freezer, okay? That's that's where we keep that stuff. Handcuffs in the hall. <laughs> well, then you're not losing them if they're in the hall. No. I love the um, idea that I've gone immediately like dildo and stuff, and actually it could be like cream for her piles. You know what I mean? Like, could be the opposite end of yeah. embarrassing. Who knows? Um... <laughs> 
I specifically didn't say anything, and now everyone's going to be thinking the worst yeah, thing yeah, ever. Yeah, yeah, and anyone so, who knows Ruby's housemates, who is it? <laughs> <laughs> um, I I know exactly who it is. <laughs> <laughs> of course you do. Um, but uh, oh, what I was going to say is, um, it's not very helpful to you now, and it's not very helpful to you generally in the future but I'm going to let you know mm-hmm. when I used to work with um, my the children in drama clubs and things um, when particularly the five to sevens five to seven year olds yes they would always they'd always come and bring a teddy and then the parent would be like please do not lose this teddy oh <laughs> like, be like do yes. not they've, they've 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 insisted they want to bring it with them but please do not lose it. our entire like <laughs> joy is a family our peace is in your hands it's like very high stakes so what i always used to do with the kids is i'd make them sing where they were gonna put it so we wouldn't forget so so we wouldn't forget cause yeah, so like, we because i'm there like panicked so I'd be like we're putting your bunny up next to the water bottles next to the water bottles next to the water bottles (laughs) and then I'd be like and it's not moving okay (laughs) my top tip to anyone with children and I learned this again years of nannying when uh, um, I was nannying for people who like had a baby and they began because they get loads of soft Plushy teddies. And it's off it's always the most random one. It's never like the monogrammed, like personally made one that the grandmother yeah. gave her on her deathbed. It's always like the weird thing that your big sister picked up in a charity shop that already looked raggedy. It's always the random one that they become attached to. So it's often hard, but I'm always like, get a second. Get a second. <laughs> Buy another. Yeah. Have spares. Have spares. So like one family I nanny for, they like, it was like one of these like ones that has like a little teddy and then like a little I think they call them like snuggies like it's like a little blanket like a little cloth that the kids like hold or whatever else and the little fellow when he was a baby around four months began to become attached to one in particular like he'd sleep with it and stuff and I was like mum and she was like right cool and she bought like two or three others and she was like that was the single greatest bit of advice I have received (laughs) as a parent and I was like you are welcome (laughs) I had three of mine uh, growing up Really? Of my teddy bear that I had as a child. Because the first one, yeah, we lost. And I was the fourth child as well. So my parents already knew that deal. They were like, we yeah. got... So they got loads. They were in the they cupboard. They lived. They learned. So the first one lost. Grand. They brought out the second one. Second one lost. Grand. They brought out the third one. Then we found the second one again. So they put the third one back in the cupboard. And then I never needed it again. So I had two. And then but by that point, it was like the father's son of my... Yeah, of yeah. My, you had a whole family. I did. It was great. Cute. Anyway. <laughs> Typical the youngest gets more fucking toys than the rest of us. I had one. I still have her. Her name's Maggie because my aunt, my great aunt Margaret gave her to me. And again, she's like not soft. It's not like a soft plush teddy. Yeah. She's like, I don't really know how to describe it, but the reason I used to love her is that she, she sort of looks like, um, like maybe what, in America I've heard of like cabbage patch kids which have like really massive faces. Yeah. I oh, think yeah. it's like that. But it's, a, it's like a soft plastic as her face. But anyways, I used to love her because her big plastic face oh. was always cold. Yeah. I felt really nice on my skin. So I used to like press her face against my face to go to sleep. And then like the rest of her is all snuffed and snuggly. So you could like hold her and then press her face. So yeah. it was like sleeping on the cold side of the pillow. Um, <laughs> so I love Maggie. And Maggie is still on my childhood bed in my bedroom. Uh-oh. Yeah, she's absolutely great. Tell her Mags. I... I I know I'm whispering. You are. I was just looking can at you. I, being can like, I whisper well, loudly into the microphone? Yes. Because it's a secret. Yeah. Because uh, I. I so That's my, not loud enough. Mine's called. <laughs> my, oh, fuck it. Mine's, mine's called Dogger. 
Uh, dogger. Dogger. Yeah, nice. he's a dog. Uh, based after the book. If anyone knows the book, it's a great book. What's the book? Uh, it's a, a book called Dogger. Great. <laughs> I can see how you named him. And uh, well, my mum named him. Uh, and um, uh, he he did go. He went. He got put away, which was like in one of my mum's. Oh drawers. my god. No, all of our all of our toys. He went to live on a farm. He went to go live on a farm. He has a very nice time on the farm with all the other doggers. <laughs> no, but he got like I like. I was like, mother, I am 14 now. I'm an adult. Take my teddy away. <laughs> so, so then, but they were like all cherished by my mum. So it went away, tidied away, um, but kept safe. And then like, oh, I don't know. Adult life happened, and I was like, "Actually, Mum, can I have that teddy back, please?" <laughs> I was uh, going to say, "Haven't I seen Dogger?" You have seen Dogger. Yeah, I live with Dogger for a while. Occasionally, Dogger comes out. Like he's like fine. He's just tucked away. And then occasionally, I'm like, "Nope, do you know what? Today's too stressful." Dogger in the t-shirt. Yeah, this is what Ruby does. Ruby, the reason I I'm like I think I've met Dogger is because it's not that you will physically see Dogger. Ruby puts him down the front of her shirt, basically yeah. to like nestle in your bosom is that like an appropriate <laughs> yeah. way of putting it saying? no that's too low dude that's too low though. no but he's he up, like sits on your boobs almost. he's like, up he on my neck so he's just there I'm yeah just, yeah he's just like almost a... like where a tie knot would be yeah is where dog is yeah yeah basically i'm not ashamed of it everyone can stop yelling at me <laughs> <laughs> and if you have a teddy it's fine <laughs> it is it is fine um but this is the thing that sometimes I, I, don't, I don't know if I actually know what he looks like, but I would just see Ruby with like a look <laughs> on her like chest plate and I'd be like, she's stressed. She's very, she's got the teddy out. She's very stressed. <laughs> Ruby, you okay? You okay over there, Ribs? You all right? No, clearly like, not. Just stay with him. <laughs> just rub an auntie back on her hands like a mad woman. <laughs> <laughs> Putting full stops at the end of every text yeah, message I've sent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Very angry. <laughs> okay, let me pull up the problemos for today. I realise, well, you are right. The sound of the pages does sound... I think it's sounds... Listeners, do you like the sound of the pages flicking back and forth? Because they're good quality pages. Like yeah, they're... I think, like, because when you would listen to an audiobook... Do th- they don't flick pages. No, they don't. But I would. <laughs> I, was say, I, I was think like, they should. Oh yeah, to make you feel more like you're actually reading. Yeah. Also, side note, we will get into the problems. <laughs> but I, um, I think there's become a snobbery around books and reading and things. Like someone will go, oh yeah, I, I, like oh blah 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 book, and they'll be like, yeah, I read that. And then if they'll go, well, or someone will go like, yeah, I was listening to it on audiobook, and they were like, oh, so you didn't read it? I've heard someone say that recently. Fuck oh. off. Yes, yes, please. Fuck. On behalf, of all, behalf of all my little dyslexic friends. <laughs> okay, they can't read. They can't do it. I really can't. It takes them so long. It's so difficult. Right? They'll, they'll only get to the one book on the end of a month. Not even not even a month. If she spent the full month doing it. It's yeah. very difficult. And I have to go back because I've forgotten bits. Yeah, it's really stressful for them. So audiobooks is reading. And sometimes, like, you'll be reading and you'll be, like, reading with, like, a character name in your head being like, yeah, that's how it's said. And then someone will talk to you about the book and they'll say the character name and you're like, well, this is ruined. I'm curious. What did you think Hermione's name was? Because that's the one growing up. Oh, see, I didn't... I read... Uh, well, that... I, I'd already watched a movie before I ended up oh. reading the books. So Cheater. I'd already had... Loser. Forget that you're young. And cheat. I'm not that Some of us got into it before the movies. <laughs> I'm not that much. And before the transphobia. We are like the same. Yeah, very much. Yeah. Mm. Um, <laughs> but we're like the same age. Like, 
We're not. We <laughs> we're are. objectively not. But we're like the same age. You keep saying this. You keep lying about your age. I've definitely remembered it this time. Right, go on. I am 27. Yeah. Turning 28. Yeah. Next month. So there's three month. plus years between us. But that's like the same age. No. We would have been in secondary school at the same time. Do you know what this time. is? This is the fucking youngest. <laughs> this is just being the youngest. I'm three. You're the same age as my younger brother. You're not the same age You're as the me. same age as one of my brothers. We would have been in different schools. No, we wouldn't have. Yes, we would have. No, we wouldn't have. Well, I don't know what type of education system you're running here. But if you're a, a, even one year above someone at certain points, you're in different schools. Oh, my God, you're the same age as my brother Sam. Right, me and Sam. Great. Yeah, but I was in school at the same time as Sam. <laughs> I was bullied by his friends. Yeah, but were you in different schools at a time? Sometimes. Yeah, well, there you go. sometimes we're in the same school. I'm not getting into this. Okay. On to the problem. <laughs> apart from Ruby's casual relationship to the passing of time. <laughs> right. This is from The Home Magazine, yeah. 1870. 1870. 1870. So, like last year. Yeah, yeah. Basically, like <laughs> two days ago. Um, so, this again is one of these where it is just the response, mm-hmm. not the question. But I think it's Home Magazine. So, Mini. Mini's the name. Which, by the way, what a great name. Let's bring Mini Mini Driver. Let's bring that name back. What's Mini short for? M- Minifred? No. <laughs> Mini. That's Winifred. That was such a great name. That was Winnie and Winifred. That's true, isn't it? Mini. Michelle? Min- but the N. Where's the N coming from? Min. Ah, we'll Google it. Yeah, we'll figure it out. This could be like the way William... Or will or like Will or Bill is short for William. Yeah. Which is like a bit of a stretch. Yeah. Or like Dick is short for Richard. Like maybe there's a there's a bit of a a jump between whatever mini What if it's like Margaret? Yeah, it could be. Right. Although I had an Auntie Margaret and we again Maggie, not Minnie. Oh yeah. I think Maggie is the anyway, version. What, what's Anyways, problem? Minifred. <laughs> That's the name, I'm making it up. <laughs> Minifred. No, Minnie. No decent woman ever tampers with Quote, matrimonial advertisements. There is no occasion for such to advertise for a husband. It is the refuse of the market which is put up for auction. (laughs) What? So essentially, right, I've looked this up. People would sometimes advertise for a husband. Yeah. You know, like in the, which, you know, basically, I think this is 1870s version of online dating. Putting up ads, being like, I'm single, I'm looking for a man. And she is like, do no decent woman ever does that. Well, listen, Miss Home Magazine. Oh, no, this monthly magazine was owned and edited by Samuel Beaton. Ugh. Fuck you, Samuel. The author of the the, uh, husband of Isabella. The author of the famous book Household Management. So you're telling me your wife wrote a good book. And so her husband got an advice column. Make that make sense. Anyways. Well, because... Of, well, no, she could write. Yeah, she, she clearly could. She clearly... Clearly could write. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Maybe I like to think she was busy being on a book tour and being very successful, so he took this job. <laughs> but anyways, a successful woman's husband decided that no decent woman ever tampers with matrimonial advertisements. So what I like to think of is, like, what were those ads like? <laughs> <laughs> What was 1870 Tinder? Uh, uh, what were the two yeah. truths and a lie of the back in the day? No, wouldn't it be like young uh, singles uh, in your area? How would you, how would you make that 1800s? Young hot singles in your area. Oh, um, I don't know. 
um, tepid, <laughs> youthful, <laughs> um, unattached <laughs> young ladies in your area, uh, in your vicinity, lo- looking for a dance partner, <laughs> looking for a da- <laughs> looking for uh, well, no. I think they're just, they would just straight up be like, want to get married on Tuesday? I feel like that was the way it was back in the day. Two truths and a lie. Uh, well, I would be like, um, I like cucumber sandwiches. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I sometimes walk around the duck pond and <laughs> um, and my husband, my, no, my, my father is a billionaire. <laughs> Which one is the lie? <laughs> <laughs> They're all true. <laughs> Ridiculous. But I if someone wrote to me and said, What about advertising for marriage? I think fucking go for it. Yeah. It might, might screw Mr. Samuel Beacon or whatever the fuck his name was, Beaton. Um I think don't get me wrong, I don't do online dating. You also don't do online No. Dip my foot in that pond. Absolutely not. <laughs> don't please don't threaten me with a fucking traumatizing time. <laughs> but I think if you if you're like someone who's like I want a husband I want to get married I think you treat it like a job you're just like right yeah firstly tell everyone you know because mm-hmm. you will know people who know people you'd be like oh my god I know a great guy I should set ye up which I, I'll be honest either I find from what I've heard of like friends setups or my when I've set yeah. people up either it either goes amazingly yeah. I'm responsible for two weddings and in a Long, two long-term relationships. There's a baby involved that I help create. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't there at conception, <laughs> but I very much helped the the unification of the two parents happen. Anyways, moving swiftly on. I don't know why. Why am I speaking like this? I don't know. The unification. What am I? Um, but it either goes very well or awful. Yeah, you either find an amazing part potential potential partner or you find out you have terrible friends yeah you're like what is wrong with my or do you ever the worst is if people do you ever meet someone who people say like oh this person reminds me of you or like you be, you should meet so and so you'd be such good friends then you meet the person and you're like what is my friend's opinion of me no that's what do they think of me because you looked at this <laughs> you looked at this sack of shit <laughs> this sorry excuse for a human being I, thought, yeah. I know Catherine should get to know them I really hate it when people go oh I met someone who's just like you because I'm like no no I'm a unique little snowflake again the youngest <laughs> no one is just like the youngest me. the youngest you're so the youngest <laughs> what did you meet a mirror and it's me on the other side <laughs> fuck off <laughs> I really hate it that was like my brother came round my younger brother came round for dinner at the weekend and uh, he he was at this rugby match anyways he was showing my housemate a picture of him and his friend and she was like oh my god that looks like Catherine. we always get told we look alike hmm. I don't give a shite he cares and when we were younger I was like okay fair enough he's a teenage boy he doesn't want to be told he looks like a teenage girl fine fair but I, like even now as I'm like I'm objectively being told I look like a man and I don't mind but it's still one of these things where I don't give a shit and he gets so head up about it so my husband was like you look like Catherine he's like no I don't no I don't <laughs> I really don't. She's like, the hair's long because his hair's a bit long at the minute. Yeah. She was like, a little bit longer and a bit ginger. Oh my God, that's Catherine. He was like, oh, no, it doesn't. And I was like, Tom, just, just, 
just accept it. We, I think we look alike. I think we do. But also, I think because I'm older, I'm like, you look like me. <laughs> yeah. You copy me. I came first. I created this look. Yeah. I don't know what the look is. I don't think it's that groundbreaking. <laughs> but whatever combination of mum and dad's genes is appearing on our face, I started it. They, they decided that that was great and they want to do it again. <laughs> yeah. I'm the reason you exist. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah what, do you, what, would you, what would you recommend to someone who wants to advertise for a husband? I think, well, <laughs> yeah, as you, as, as you would know, uh, you got to think, where are you putting this ad? Where right? are you Don't putting this be ad? Putting, what was it? Oh, home? wait, so we're going to put up a full blown. I agree. Let's put up a billboard. <laughs> yeah. Let's actually stick up an ad. Bus stops? <laughs> what bus routes? No, you Chelsea? Don't. No, why would you, you want to go to Richburg? Yeah, but you don't want it on a bus route because put, like the people with the money Pavos, aren't going on. You're right. The Pavos <laughs> are on the bus. Don't want to be a so, bus bitch. If we're going to put up. No bus wankers, please. <laughs> no bus wankers need apply. No, so then you want to put a, uh, the advertisement somewhere where your potential partner is going to be, where you want, like, who who would you want okay, to Okay, so where? Um, so, so uh, well, could you get someone to hand out leaflets outside of a private club? <laughs> leaflets. Yeah. Leaflets. Yeah. Buy one, get one free. <laughs> if you marry me, Ruby will come too. That's the way that'll work. No, We're yeah. a package deal. I will just turn up. Yeah, yeah, to be fair. <laughs> I well, uh, uh, in 1870, where where is where is the popular place? Oh, I was going to say by the duck pond again. Um, the duck pond. People love going for walks around duck ponds. I don't feel like we had duck ponds half as regularly in Ireland. I don't I think we just had ponds. Yes. Well, yeah, like the ponds, but like, and then, then no, but the posh people were they were promenading, weren't they? Yeah, they were promenading. According to Bridgerton, again, that is my historical education. It's all they had to do was go and walk, and and um, Pride and Prejudice. She loved going for walks. Yes, sorry. Also, I've seen Pride and Prejudice. Actually, I am I am very well informed. <laughs> they, lo- they love a walk. So, oh, maybe love it I was going to say in a trainer shop. Um, a trainer shop. Well, trainers. A cobblers. <laughs> cobblers. A cobbler. Yeah. Wasn't that what it was back in the day? Yeah, cobblers. So that you get you you find someone who um likes walking. Um or uh where where would be a very popular spot? Well I feel like um as someone who was raised, mass. Everyone's at mass. Ooh. Or church is the Protestant <laughs> go, go around um, all the Bibles and put in a little insert. Like you never know. In newspapers. Oh my God. No, do you know what? <laughs> Um, you grow up going to mass. The priest often makes like announcements, like, "Oh, yeah. there will be a fair on at Tuesday." Like, Miss Miss Barbican is selling something, something. Put it in the fucking parish <laughs> announcements. There's always a parish newsletter. Yeah. Stick it in the parish newsletter. <laughs> in between the jumble sale and the bake sale, just stick in. Also, you're one down the road looking for a husband. Anyone? Any takers? Anyone got anyone? Anyone got any cousins somewhere in another parish? But would that would that get your? Because again, as we've spoken in, it get people talking. It'll get it'll get people talking. But will it get us our rich partner? Um, again, I think it depends where you're going to mass. Okay, so we want to get to the fanciest. Want to go to? Do you know what? Get the bishop. Oh, get the bishop involved. (laughs) Get the bishop. Look, that's that's one way to get some powerful people involved in your wedding. Get the bishop involved. And and the The bishop's a big deal. The bishop can only can can only move diagonally, right? No, <laughs> he's the one with the fancy hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, get it on the fancy hat! Oh, prime real estate, primo. Get your face just out of two double thumbs up, no. like Ruby does when she's trying not to be angry at people. <laughs> on his fancy hat. Yeah, perfect. Right. 
Right, solved, Minnie. Minnie, best of luck yeah, with all the husbands do the ads, But don't do it in this newspaper. Don't give no. them your advertisement money. Firstly, it Find is edited by a man. A man. In the home magazine. And you know what? I don't doubt that probably they've gone, ugh, gross, don't you dare do an ad for wanting to be married. And then the next page over is like ads for marriage. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 bet it, I bet it. I bet money. Yeah. I bet money. Um, right. Will we do one more? Yeah. Let me see what this one was. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. A young... Uh, right, so also, this is above. Note, notice to correspondence. This is from the Young Ladies' Journal, 1872. 1872. Okay. Yeah. Notice to correspondence. I just enjoyed this. We cannot undertake to reply to correspondence by letter. As in, like, we can't personally write back mm-hmm. to you all. All ladies wishing their questions to be answered must use signatures of an unobject unobjectable kind we decline to answer any who adopt either vulgar or slang signatures so obviously people were using like slang to like sign off their letters to be anonymous and they were like we will not publish those letters directly under this notice Harry's little puss (laughs) 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 I was like, okay, <laughs> and Harry's little puss is an objectionable, isn't it? Well, people, stop being so vulgar. vulgar. <laughs> anyway. I probably, probably the vulgar ones were like, a woman who can read. <laughs> <laughs> a woman who has shown her ankles in public. <laughs> so Harry's little puss. Harry's little puss. Just a little puss. Little puss. Only little. Little puss puss. Psh, 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 psh. Um, okay Harry's little buzz this is good a young lady should not correspond with a gentleman nor send a photo of herself not even at his request unless she is engaged to him <laughs> nudes they're talking about nudes are they talking about nudes I reckon they're talking about no I don't think they're right. how would you get nudes taken in 1872 also you'd have to stand so still for so long that is a fucking rigmarole do you know what I mean you've got to wait for the the, the photograph to be taken I think it takes 10 minutes yeah. you'd be cold the nipples would be out that would be good it would make the nipples blurry in the photo yeah because <laughs> how fast do your nipples move <laughs> What's wrong with her areolas? Very blurry looking areolas. What the fuck? Oh, God. Can you imagine? He's like, I can't marry her. Why? Have you seen her nips? Oh, God. Like like a second ago, we were going, ooh, ankles. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now we're nipping. Nipping out. Um, Okay. I don't think it is, but it... I mean, I'll be honest. It's, I mean, it's poor form that these days if you're like, oh yeah, sending pics to a guy, you're like, I'm assuming nudes. I'm <laughs> yeah. assuming nudes. Yeah. I'm assuming. Um, but I feel like back in the day, you can't even correspond with the gentleman unless you're engaged to him. Which, you know what? I agree. I want to bring that back. Not engaged, because, mm. but I feel like, I think we've talked about this before. Their version of engaged is any commitment. Yeah. Until you're engaged in 1872, you're not in any way committed to each other. So I think until you're in a relationship with a man, do not expect me to text you back. <laughs> I will not be responding to text messages. You will just have to live with it. 
That is, the, I don't want to have to, oh, I should ride back. Fuck I, off. And Catherine. Ha- hey, what are you up to? Fucking nothing. What do you want? Uh, <laughs> according to those rules then, yeah. Catherine is in a relationship with absolutely no one no in her one, life. No, I don't have any relationships. <laughs> Do you know what's funny, right? My well, I had a chest infection, as we know, listeners, mm. and so I couldn't. I had no voice, no voice at all, so I couldn't send voice notes. I didn't speak to anybody. I didn't correspond. I literally didn't talk to anybody. Bar like my work to be like, yeah, I'm still off sick. Sorry, talk yeah. to you later. <laughs> Uh, for days because I realised I was like if I can't voice now and also I was sick I didn't feel well blah, blah, blah. Mm. but if I can't voice now and then in the week since then I've been trying to not use my voice as much for like to save it for gigs my work in progress blah, 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 blah. podcast um, <laughs> you guys <laughs> I want you to have the full full baritone full full pleasure full full range <laughs> of my voice and I just don't if I can't voice now yeah. I'm not talking to anyone. I'm not talking to a single fucking soul. Yeah. I can't do it. I hate it. And the funny thing is, now I have an excuse because my phone, you can see, yeah. it got like a little crack on the corner of the screen, on the like bottom left, bottom right corner. The vital voice note corner. The, right, but I can still find the voice note button. Although I did send quite a funny voice note to my friend the other day where I couldn't, I couldn't see how to hang it up. So the last 20 seconds of the voice note was me going, just stop listening now, Sive. Just, sorry. I'm just trying to end it. I can't find the button. My screen's really broken. Sorry, one second. Anyways. Uh, what? And then it like cuts off midway through. But basically the bottom right corner, I'm getting a new phone. It's coming today. Um, bottom right corner of my screen is like all black. Yeah. And then the rest of it, it's like gradually grown. So it's like the bottom third of the screen, which is the keyboard. So now when I type, if I do have to type people, I am just guessing. I'm just going off muscle memory of where these are. <laughs> and it's not good. So now I have it. I can't see my keyboard. Well, I can't possibly can, text you back. You can now add touch type to your CV if you need to. So, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Pumping up the CV with a broken phone. <laughs> But what do you reckon? Should you be able to... Well, to someone not, says, I want to write to him or I want to send him a picture. Well, not to be able... Well, okay. So can they... They say no correspondence. No correspondence. So how do you begin chatting to someone? The dog pond, I'm assuming. <laughs> it's the only place people are. I love that I'm like... Uh, our backgrounds are so informative of one another. You're like, the park. I'm like, the mass. Like, that's... <laughs> I feel like you spend Sundays in the park. Yeah. I spend Sundays in mass. <laughs> so much time in we the We didn't park. have any ponds or parks growing up where I was. People would be like, what's a park? It's like, a park? You mean a bit of greenery? <laughs> All the farmers just looking out at the fields being like, the fuck more do you want? Because <laughs> <laughs> you grew up in a city. Yeah. City kid, city slicker. My little city town. So you went to the duck pond. So, mm. at the duck pond where people... Come on, tell me about this duck pond. Well, no, and not. I'm just thinking about duck ponds in like every time I picture one of these period things, I see them walking around a body of water. Yeah, fair. But like before text messaging and stuff, like and the phone calls were expensive. Like I remember the days before I had a mobile phone and stuff. You'd ring your mates on landlines and blah blah blah. And I wasn't allowed to have long winded chats with my mates on the phone. Was not. Mum was like, "You are not racking up this phone bill." So, like. And we weren't sending letters. Well, yeah, this is my... Like, how do you... If then there is, like, someone who you're like, ah, that person I like. How do you... You're just going to have to keep chance meeting because if you're not allowed to message them to organise when to meet up... Or the fun thing, which is, again, all teenagers did, get your mate to tell their mate Uh to tell them... Yeah. Be like, maybe you should be at the duck pond at (laughs) 2.30 on Saturday. (laughs) They're like, why? I'm like, who knows? 
yeah. reckon that's how it works. Or, 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 or every Sunday they're guaranteed to be at Mass. A Mass? This is what I mean. Mass? Look, I'm not here to advocate for the Catholic Church. <laughs> By God, have they done some things wrong. And I have my own gripes with them as well. But it was nice to get everyone together in one room. <laughs> Get the guy, get the parish together, get everyone here. <laughs> Firstly, you will never, you will never, you will never be more self-conscious and more aware of everybody in a room than when you go home for Christmas Eve Mass. You are looking at what everyone is wearing. Sunday, <laughs> Sundays at Mass, you're like, oh, someone got a new pair of jeans. Like, because it was a thing as a kid. If yeah. I got like bought some new clothes, I'd be like, can't wait to wear to Mass. <laughs> That's where everyone would be. Everyone would see it at mass. Yeah. And also, I was an altar server, and so I used to be up the top of my. You were the freshest looking altar server they've ever seen. What, what? <laughs> I remember once I got like these cool like flared jeans, mm. and uh, you, as an altar server, you have to wear like the robes. Yeah. And so you, they can't see my clothes, but I really wanted people to like see. So when I was kneeling, so I'm the, my back is towards the congregation. I'm kneeling in front of the altar, so everyone could see like the ends. And the robe didn't go all the way to the ankles. Yeah. I like purposely like when I was going to need pulled up the robe a bit so people could see like <laughs> from mid calf down of my jeans. Whoa, scandalous! Yeah, but then Mary, the woman who used to help out in the church afterwards, was like, "Catherine, we need to get you a new robe. Yours is too short because obviously half of my jeans were hanging out the end." And she was like, "This isn't a fashion show." <laughs> I was like, God damn it. So then they got me a big robe and then I set myself on fire on Christmas Eve Mass. It's a whole series of events. <laughs> oh, you can't. God, okay. But yeah, after Mass. People like hang around in the churchyard after Mass, chatting, yeah. doing all that sort of good stuff. So I think that is where, again, get the bishop involved. <laughs> <laughs> I love that this week has been like, how do you get, the advice is like, how do you get a woman? Or how do you get a woman? How do you get a husband? How do you correspond with people? And we're like, mass. Religion is the answer. We, no, usually every week we're like, um, we're independent women. We can do it ourselves. Yeah. Women power. We can do it. And now we're just like, women power and the bishop. Yeah. The, bishop the bishop solves all get of our problems. Get the blessing of the bishop. <laughs> and on that note, folks, I think that's all we've had time for this week. Uh, we've got mass to get to. <laughs> Gotta get to mass. Gotta go. We actually do record this across the road from a Catholic church. Yeah, that's what's on the other side of the oh, road. I just that Anyway, speaking of where we record it, we record it at 21 something. <laughs> I feel like, well, I feel like I just gave out secret information. There's not. There's a Catholic church beside 21 Soho. <laughs> uh, where Laughing Around Productions have their podcast studio. And thank you very much for allowing us to use it. Mm-hmm. Very grateful to them. Ruby, and then shout out. Um, oh, I should have looked up what date my Cambridge show is. Uh, it's, it's like the 6th, 15th. I thought it was like the 20th. Or maybe 20th. But it's in April. If you're in Cambridge, just my name, Ruby Ruby Carr. Yeah. Um, uh, and then I've also got Brighton in May, but that's like a while away. Yeah, so we but don't need so no harm getting getting yourselves ready, Brighton. But that's like the 6th and 7th of Hold May. on to your lily white butts. <laughs> um, and then for me, I, have, I do have another work of progress happening in London. Uh, at a date in May as well. It might be around the 20th. Uh, No, April, no, May. Fuck it. I'll have a think. It'll be on my link tree. Look, can all of you just be really prepared for when we do tell you the date? (laughs) Just get yourselves ready. Can you all just... One of these days, me and Ruby are going to get our fucking act together. Can all of you just block out the entirety of May on your calendars, just prepared for our work in progress? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep just, as I say, hold on to your lily white nuts. (laughs) 
<laughs> we'll have all these in our link trees though on our Instagram pages. Yeah, so yeah, go nice. follow us on Instagram, follow the page on Instagram mm. and have a great week. Have a Say hi to the bishop week. for me. <laughs> I love you. Send him my well. kind regards. <laughs>